Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of College Hockey Talk. On today's episode, I'm joined by a senior from the Blaine girls hockey team and a Minnesota State commit, Haley Hansen. Haley, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, and how's everything going? It is good. Thank you so much for having me here. I really appreciate it. Well, so you're currently wrapping up your senior year, I assume. So how excited are you to be graduating soon? And what are your off-season plans uh, before heading off to college? I am so excited to be graduating. So I'm currently already done with school. So that's nice. So I just have to wait on that grad ceremony and then that graduation party. But then, so as of now, I'm currently training with OS Hockey and I'm lifting three times a week. So in a month from now, as of today, I leave for Mankato and we do summer training down there. Nice, nice. What are some things you want to work on this offseason to help your game improve for next year? Definitely my explosiveness and my hands, just because, again, they can shoot a lot faster. And overall, the speed is much quicker and I need to be able to get to my spots as quickly as I can. Oh, I want to start off the podcast like I always do, talking about the beginning of your hockey career and kind of working all the way up to where you are today. Uh, So from the research that I did, you're from Blaine, Minnesota. So talk about growing up there and how you start playing hockey. I love Blaine, Minnesota. So my dad actually played hockey as a kid. So inevitably, I was going to end up on skates at some point in my life. I started skating about around three years old, and I haven't looked back since. Who was your favorite player growing up? Probably from an NHL perspective, definitely Patrick Kane. I just thought he was a very effective player on the ice. But I really looked up to the high school players on our girls, on our women's team at Blaine, because I always thought that one day I could be in their shoes. So I really looked up to Emily Brown, who played for the Gophers, and then Gabby Rosenthal, who played for Ohio State. Nice, nice. I do have to ask what made you want to become a goalie, because I feel like for some it's always a funny story hearing about how that how that comes about. Yes, absolutely. So my dad, he was a goalie. So when I was a lot younger, he would play in men's leagues. And every night, my mom and I would go and watch him play as a little kid because I would always want to go watch my dad. Well, I fell in love with the position. I was always like, Dad, I want to be a goalie. I want to be a goalie. And he was like, OK, Haley, just wait now. Wait, let's let's teach you how to skate before we put on the pads. And I put him on about eight years old, and I loved it. Yeah. Who's like your favorite goalie? I'm assuming – I don't know. I feel like Ryan Miller's always been sort of a goalie that I like because he's from the USA and just like the career that he's had. Mm-hmm. As a kid, I remember I went to a wild game and I was really, I don't know, I just loved watching Nicholas Backstrom. So he was probably one of my favorites as a as nice. a little girl. <laughs> I haven't heard that name in like seven years. It's been a while. Obviously, the Backstrom I know of is from the Caps, not from the Wild. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, you currently play, well, I guess you did just finished up your high school hockey career at Blaine, uh, but you played your first year there in the 2018-19 season. So I want to ask you, what's sort of the transition like for minor hockey to the high school level? For me, the biggest, I noticed two things. So first of all, you, in the, the way it works in Minnesota is you go like from U10s, U12s to U15s. Well, you go from playing with girls of one age level of just 15 years old to now going to high school. I mean, I was 13 years old when I started. So I was playing with girls from 13 to 18 years old. So these girls were a lot smarter. They were a lot stronger. And again, they were way faster. So learning how to play at that speed and just with that, the hockey IQ was probably the biggest difference. Was it weird being in the same dressing room as players that are like seven years older than you are at the time? Um, I don't really think it was weird. I know my dad was a little nervous about me going into that situation, but those girls were so welcoming and we really weren't as different as it may seem. 
What has been like some of the best high school hockey memories you've had uh, when you look back on it now? Well, so this past season was very, very memorable. It was one of probably my favorite seasons of all time. Um, I hit 3,000 saves, which was just, thank you so much. It was a huge milestone, and that was one of my goals going into the season. So to accomplish that was huge. Um, in addition to that, it, um, our team, it was our section quarterfinal, so the first round of our playoffs. We had a six-overtime game win and that was huge for the Bengals and that just so happened to be the most wins by a bling goalie ever so I was very happy to break that as well nice nice and obviously before this season you had to deal with a lot of like challenges due to the pandemic that's something I sort of noticed uh, doing research on yourself so I do want to ask you sort of how did you handle those challenges of having games being postponed and delayed and just sort of dealing with the restrictions that the pandemic brought and how did you use that sort of off time to help yourself and become a better goalie? Yes, definitely. It actually really didn't affect my development as much as people may think. So a lot of us Minnesotans, we would go to Wisconsin and we would practice. We'd just get ice for an hour and we'd have a goalie coach out there. I mean, there'd be like 30 kids on the ice, right? But we were all just trying to get better and keep up with just with our play. And then that allowed us to get to stay in shape and to stay in season ready. But then when the season did roll around, I was a lot fresher. I was a lot more mentally in it because usually you're going from spring to summer to fall and right into winter. And there really is not a big, big gap of more than two to three weeks. But this time it gave me a month to really mentally get ready and physically be fresh. And I felt I was a lot more appreciative to be on the ice. Now, during your career with Blaine, you got to play with a lot of great players, including Danny Brunette and Britton Fusey, just to name a couple. Uh, talk about what it's like playing against those high caliber players every day in practice and how it makes you a better goalie. They definitely set the tone. They were very hardworking and very persistent with their play, and they had a lot of grit. And that was something that I always wanted to do was compete up against them, try and just give it my all because I knew they were giving it their their all as well. I will say they definitely showed me how to be a leader, and I definitely picked up bits and pieces from each of them and just applied that into my own leadership style as well. We'll talk about the Minnesota high school hockey scene and what it's like being a player um, in that atmosphere, because it's a lot very unique uh, compared to other places in the country, which I don't know of how many people from Minnesota sort of realize that. Yes, absolutely. I will say it is very competitive, and it is so much fun um the coolest part about it that i always tell everyone who isn't from minnesota is that you're playing for a community of some sort so whether you go to a private school or a public school such as blaine and playing for a city you are playing for something that is greater than yourself and even in the high school realm of things i mean so sorry i have someone that just came home it's all good i'm just just gonna continue this um so even just playing, playing for my for my community is so special to me because I'm playing with the girls I grew up with and the girls that I went to school with. And that is something that most girls don't have, right? Because on the East Coast, we have kids coming in from Massachusetts and Michigan and all over the place. And as we're at Blaine, like I mean, I've known these girls since I was four years old. So that, yeah. and playing against my friends is cool too. So like when we play against like, Edina and over Minnetonka like you always know someone on the other team too and it's always cool to catch up with your friends after the game as well yeah I also just like the popularity of it because like you the boys state tournament uh sells out an entire NHL rink which 
you would not see that in other places. Like I consider Massachusetts just as big of a hockey state as Minnesota, but they're not selling out a high school hockey game at the TD Garden. So it's just crazy how big and just how popular um, high school hockey is in Minnesota. That's why I think it makes it such a unique and cool thing to be a part of as a player. Absolutely. I completely agree. And hockey is just a big thing here. I mean, I mean, there's a rink in every 10 miles. You know what I mean? Like there's hockey everywhere. I mean, we have the land of 10,000 lakes. You can see like little makeshift rinks on the pond every year. And I just think that's really special. What do you think has been like the biggest improvement you made to your game uh, this past season? Obviously you reached all those milestones. So what was like something that you worked on uh, during your time in high school that helped you achieve those goals? I really worked on my puck play this past season. I was really able to get a lot more intelligent with my plays and making a lot smarter reads when it comes to leaving the puck behind the net and making passes to my teammates on the board, but also being able to make long stretch passes up ice as well. Yeah, I feel like uh, goalies are now playing the puck more than ever before. It used to be like you never really touched it uh, behind the net, but now it's becoming such a key part of the game. How do you sort of work on that and what is – how do you work on the communication with the defense or defenders as well? Um, it's definitely, those are conversations you want to have outside of the rank. You don't really want to have them necessarily like, Oh, like during the middle of the game, but it's a lot easier to communicate like in practice. Hey, like when you do this, I'm going to do this. Or, Hey, when you say leave, then I'll drop the puck behind and vice versa. I mean, it, a lot of it is just communicating with your own teammates on what they want you to do and how they want you to perform. Now, how has your high school hockey experience helped prepare you for college hockey? I know you haven't played a game yet, but I bet you there's some things you've noticed from your high school hockey experience that you think are going to definitely be beneficial for yourself heading into college next season. Yeah, definitely. Probably not the most obvious answer, but I would say my mental preparation. So going into high school hockey, right, you all just kind of show up and play hockey. Well, quite quite frankly, I'm not good enough to be able to do that. So going into high school hockey, I really had to learn how to make a routine, how to know like what works for me and what's it going to take in order for me to feel the best and perform the best on the ice. So what I like to do is I like to get to the rink a couple of hours early. Then I like to just embrace the moment and just really like I journal. I do, I get worked on my art trainer. I do my off-ice warm-up, my hand-eye coordination warm-up, and then I get ready. I cut all music. And then I just do my pregame visualization and that's really helped me be present and ready to play a hockey game. I feel like the mindset of a goalie is so important just because you have to stay in focus and in the moment more than any other position on the ice, just because, you know, you never know what could happen. And anything, it's funny how plays quickly develop so fast. I feel like it's getting faster now than ever before. So just that mental preparation is something that I've heard a lot of goalies have been really important, making it more important, I guess, than other parts or other players on the team as well. Mm -hmm. Completely agree. It It is probably the most important thing that players don't even realize. Like when you feel ready, it gives you that confidence, that swagger of like, okay, yeah, I can do this. I know I can do this. And confidence is everything, right? Because if like you, if you think you can do it, you are more likely to be able to do it in general. Yeah. And also confidence is so easy to lose and so hard to gain. So to just keep working on it every day, it's important to sort of continue to try to get gain that confidence. So when you do lose it, it's easier to build back up. Absolutely. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. 
Now, obviously, you're uh, committed to Minnesota State. That's where you're playing college hockey next year. So this is, since this is a college hockey podcast, talk about your recruiting process to Mankato and what made you want to go there versus other schools you might have looked at. Yes. Yeah, so my recruiting process started in about eighth grade. I was talking about five different schools at the time and no one was ready to offer me, which makes sense. I mean, I was 13 years old, right? Like that's a pretty big gamble. But then the NCAA rules changed and I couldn't talk to coaches until going into June 15th of going into my junior year. And with that being said, that process for me felt like it was taking forever because I mean, at that point, it's about four years, right? Like you have those calls and you're like, Oh, talk to you on June 15th, talk to you in four years from now. And it's kind of, okay, that's, that's a long time. So I knew kind of going into June 15th that I kind of wanted to make my process a little quicker. And the good news is I was fortunate enough to have my number one school Mankato call. And I was pretty much ready to commit right then and there. Now, for college hockey fans that have never seen you play before, just describe your game to them and what can fans expect when they see you on the ice next year? I would say I'm a very explosive goaltender who is very quick with her movements, but who plays bigger than she is. And for reference, I am five foot three. So with my positioning, I'm able to come out and make myself appear bigger than what I really am. And in addition, I'm a goalie that likes to play the puck. Yeah. Well, who would you compare yourself um goaltending wise to someone either in college hockey or just an NHL goalie? Oh gosh, I don't even know. Uh, I don't even know. I can't even put a name to it. I just think everyone has different strengths and mm-hmm. different things they bring to the table, but I don't know. Think of a goalie that can skate really well and that would probably be me. Now, how have you been watching any uh, Minnesota State hockey this year? And uh, have you had the chance to meet any of your future teammates um, for next year? Yes, I have. So this year I traveled up to St. Cloud and watched them play their series against St. Cloud. And it's awesome watching them play and kind of just getting a feel for like how they run their systems and like their defensive zone, just watching it because there's a very big adjustment from high school defensive zone to college defensive zone. And these girls, they protect their goalies, no doubt about it. And I have gotten the chance to meet some of the players and they're all phenomenal people. I grew up with Whitney, Taylor, Lily, and Kiana. And then I've also played against Maddie Mashuga and then um, Jamie Nelson in high school as well. So I have met quite a few and they're all incredible. Have you met the goalies that you're going to be uh, working with uh, next season? I actually haven't yet. So I'm very excited to meet them in the summer. I'm assuming they're going to be there. So I'm excited to meet them then. Yeah, I think it's, it's what's interesting is I was when I was doing research, it appears that there's going to be two freshman goalies and a senior goaltender as well. So it's going to be sort of an interesting dynamic between you three, I assume. Yes, we'll definitely see how it all works out, but I'm just excited to compete. Yeah. Well, what do you think is going to be the biggest adjustment you have to make to college hockey? I assume as a goalie, you're facing better players. So it's just sort of the faster shots and just sort of the hand-eye coordination that the players have that they can really fake you out on their uh, stick handling abilities better than in high school. For sure. I completely agree. The biggest adjustments, again, are going to be the speed of the game. So getting to my spots quicker. But in addition to that, patience. So being patient on high and low shots and making the proper reads. But in addition to that, on lateral passes. So when the play is moving left and right multiple times, I want to be able to get to the spots on my feet and not just bite right away and drop down. Because if I bite and drop, then that can be an easy backdoor tap in. And also the game's a lot more physical in college. So how do you prepare for that as a goalie? Because obviously teams will be trying to get in your crease and trying to get those uh, dirty goals. For sure. I think the biggest thing is just 
be fierce, like be a competitor, be gritty. But in addition to that, be get stronger. So that's why I'm working hard in the weight room and I'm doing my best to physically just get my body ready to play at that level. What are you most excited about when you think of college hockey for next year? I'm most excited just to be a part of the team culture, but in addition to compete for a starting spot, I think there's definitely, I definitely have a chance to be, to become a starter at some point in my career there. And that's what, what was also very appealing about Mankato was that, okay, like, I think I could do it. I don't know whether it'll be like this upcoming year or within the next four years, but I think at one point I will have a chance to become a starter and get some minutes. Is it weird, like from a mindset perspective, obviously in high school, you know, like you sort of know you're going to be the starter and you're the goalie, but in college, you're playing against goalies that are just as good as you are. So what's sort of that, does that help you get better because you're competing against the best of the best? Yes, I think so. And I just think it gets more out of you. Like, you know, like, okay, no matter on every, you have to go 110% on every single rep because it is up for grabs. Um, I will say everyone says your freshman year is typically one of your hardest years just due to the fact that you go from being the top dog in your high school to now working your way up in the ranks again. And at the end of the day, I just want to be a competitor. And I know if I don't get that starting spot one day, that doesn't mean I don't have a fighting chance the next day. So just mentally, you have to be tough. Now, what are your team's goals and expectations for next season? And what are some of your individual goals and expectations for next season? I think as for the team goals, I think I want to be competitive and I know they want to be competitive with all the top dogs as well. We want to be competitive with Wisconsin, Ohio, Minnesota, UMD. We want to be able to compete with them. And I think we have the ability to do that. And in addition, I want to really, I I just think a good team goal is to focus on our systems as well. Just play our game and play our style of hockey because I know we can be one of the better teams around. Now, this is a pretty interesting question because I'm always curious about this. How do you pick a mask uh, for college hockey and like when's that going to get figured out? Oh, gosh, I don't even know. <laughs> I, I just designed my pads. I have no idea what even mask I'm going to even pick. I've never had custom gear in my life. So this is, uh, I don't know, just try to get creative with it, but not be over the top. <laughs> I wish goalies were a little more open about like showing off their mask designs because I think it's very interesting and I like seeing the different designs. So hopefully your team gets to showcase off that. I feel like that'll be pretty cool to see. For sure. I mean, I don't even know like what am I gonna, am I even going to put on mine yet. I haven't gotten the chance, but if I would have had a design, I would gladly be able to share. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, I'll be on the lookout for that if that does happen. So. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> So we're now in a segment I like to call the non-hockey segment, where I ask you some non-hockey questions just to get to know you a little bit more off the ice. Now, for all the people that have been watching this interview, I just want to ask, what are your dog's names? Because they look super cool. So this is Roscoe, and the other one's Ansley. Well, she doesn't want to come by, but those are my two German short hair pointers. They're crazy, and they see and smell and hunt everything. Yeah, they seem super calm right now, though. Yes, for now. But the second they hear or see a bird or, or a squirrel, oh gosh. Okay. okay. Now, getting back to some of the non-hockey questions that we prepared for, but uh, what's the, been the most interesting thing you've read or seen this week? There are a hundred different ways that you can cook an egg. That was I did one not of the, know that. Me either, but I'll stick to scrambled eggs for now. Yeah, same. That's usually the easiest one to make. Uh, who's the? What music do you like to listen to? I really like country music. 
what is the most embarrassing moment in your hockey career? Oh, gosh. Okay. So in U10s, they kind of start to teach you how to play the puck a little bit. And, well, there was a puck dumped in from the red line, and I went to drop down, and, yep, I missed it. And that went in the net, and I think it was the game-winning goal. And uh, little 10-year-old Haley was pretty embarrassed in that moment, and uh, she remembers it still to this day. At least, you, at least you can laugh about it now, though. For sure. And now, especially now that my puck play is probably one of my strengths. I think it's funny, but in the moment, oh, gosh. I feel Not bad a- because uh, that happened to one of my friends who's also a goalie. Uh, I guess the Zamboni didn't fully dry off the ice or whatever. So when they tried playing the puck behind the net, it like missed it because it got stuck to the ice and it led to a goal. And I felt bad because it wasn't really his fault. It's just the way it was. But I do. I, I know that I sort of un- I know I know what that feeling could be like. Yes, because it's one of those goals where, I mean, yes, it's a learning opportunity more than anything, but those are just not like the ways that you really want to get scored on. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, ask I want to ask some questions about your teammates. Who's the funniest on the team, at least from your time at Blaine? Um, probably the funniest, Morgan Zank. She is another goalie on the team, and she is hilarious. She has the right comment and the right little joke for every moment, and she, I don't know, she's hilarious. Who has the best style on the team besides yourself? Obviously, I don't even know if I have the best style. I think I got. I think goalies always have the best style because you have the pads and stuff. So true. Well, thank you. I I like my Bauer setup, but I think I got to give the style award to Grayson Knowles. I don't know. She has the black cage with the white helmet, so I think that's a good setup. Uh, Which student section has the best chirps? Oh gosh. I've gotten sieved a couple of times, so I got to probably go with Maple Girl. It was like our section finals one year, and I got uh, sieved a couple of times. Oh, I thought that was kind of funny. Now, last non-hockey question is, if you could have lunch with anyone in the world, who would it be and why? I would have lunch with Princess Diana because I want to know the real dirt on the royal family and if her death was planned or not. Oh, okay. That's interesting. I, I sort of – I know this might be a hot take, but I kind of like Prince Harry. I feel like he had – he seems like an interesting guy to talk to because I, yeah. I feel like he has a lot of stories. I agree. I think they all have a lot of stories to share, but they have to be very filtered on what they can say. And I would just love to know the real, the real yeah. insights. Now, getting back to some hockey questions now for all the younger fans that are listening to this, what advice would you give them on what it takes to make it to college hockey, like where you are today? I would say patience, understand that the process isn't going to happen overnight and that you're not just one day going to wake up and be a division one hockey player. But in addition to that, be process oriented, like embrace the process and embrace the struggle, embrace the good times, embrace the fact that like, if you do not focus on what it takes to become the best, then you will never be the best. So focus on step-by-step step, going to practice, like doing your off-ice training, get in the weight room and ultimately just be detail oriented. Right. I mean, in games, or sorry, in practices, practice at the highest level. Do all the little things right because those will eventually apply to games. Now, what should we help? What should be done to help grow women's hockey from your perspective? I think make um, a juniors league, and I think what makes me say that is because as you look right in college hockey right now with these fifth years, right with these COVID kids, they have really bumped up the talent level and the talent pool in women's college hockey. And I think it's really taking the game to the next level. And if we had those two or three gap years in between high school to college hockey, I think we could really take college hockey to the next level. Yeah. That'll be cool to see a USHL for women's hockey. That'll be interesting to see, especially since Minnesota players can play with players from other places as well. So it helps you like 
play with other players from other areas, which I think is useful in college hockey because that's exactly what it's like. Absolutely. And everyone becomes a lot more versatile and see kind of like what each coast brings together. Now, do you have any shout outs you want to give and who should we have on the podcast next? I would love to shout out my roommate, Ava Gilmet. Um, she will also be a future Mav as well. And I think she would be a great person to have on the podcast as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Haley, for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate your time. It means so much to myself. And I wish you and your team nothing but the best for next season. Um, it should be a lot of fun. And I'm excited to see what you guys accomplish, especially since you guys open up against Sacred Heart uh, next year at their new rank. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Have a great day. Full of confidence.